Hi, it's Bruce T here with another podcast. This podcast is based on Philippians chapter 3, verses 4 to 14. And it's talking about knowing Jesus. Though I myself have reason for confidence in the flesh also. If anyone else thinks he has reason for confidence in the flesh, I have more, says St. Paul. Circumcised. On the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law, a Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to righteousness under the law, blameless. Whatever I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish, in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that by all means possible, I may attain the resurrection from the dead. Thank you for this word. Amen. So we find that Paul had confidence in the flesh when he was young, when he was growing up, when he was being trained under the Pharisees, the important teachers of his time. The term flesh is a concept which can also be known as the sin nature that all of us have shown by our passions and lusts, and this can enslave the person. It is the desire to please ourselves, just like the first couple were told not to take the fruit of the tree, but did. It was that desire in all of us, and it is part of our free will. The flesh or sin nature shows itself in our mental and moral qualities. But becoming born again and accepting Jesus as our Lord and Saviour, the flesh just doesn't drop off but little by little, and sometimes in big chunks, changes are made. Our lust and passions for the wrong things fall away as we follow Jesus and let his grace clear out our house, so to speak. However, it will only be done completely when we get to heaven. I just want to look at this really, because when you apply for a job, you have to state certain things about yourself. If Paul was applying for a job, we could use the bit in the scripture that he talked about himself. Though I myself have reason for confidence in the flesh also. If anyone else thinks he has reason for confidence in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law, Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to righteousness under the law, blameless but whatever gain i had i counted as loss for the sake of christ we're going to the next part of the interview where we would say why should we give you the job so paul explains his experience are they servants of christ i am a better one i'm talking like a madman with far greater labors far more imprisonments with countless beatings and often near death Five times I received at the hands of the Jews the forty lashes less one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned, and that is with rocks. 
Three times I was shipwrecked, a night and a day I was adrift at sea. On frequent journeys in danger from rivers, danger from robbers, danger from my own people, danger from Gentiles, danger in the city, danger in the wilderness, danger at sea, danger from false brothers. In toil and hardship, though many a sleepless night in hunger and thirst, often without food, in cold and exposure. But he says that I press on through faith in Jesus, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. It goes on about knowing Jesus. Now I just want to repeat the lyrics of a song by Graham Kendrick, and it just shows you what a difference accepting Jesus into your life would mean. All I once held dear, built my life upon, all this world reveres and wars to own, all I once thought gain, I had counted loss, spent and worthless now compared to this. Knowing you, Jesus, knowing you, there is no greater thing. You're my all, you're the best, you're my joy, my righteousness, and I love you, Lord. Now, my heart's desire is to know you more, to be found in you and known as yours, to possess by faith what I could not earn, all surpassing gift of righteousness. Knowing you, Jesus, knowing you, there is no greater thing. You're my all, you're the best, you're my joy, my righteousness, and I love you, Lord. Oh, to know the power of your risen life and to know you in your sufferings, to become like you in your death, my Lord, so with you to live and never die. Knowing you, Jesus, knowing you, there is no greater thing. You're my all, you're the best, you're my joy, my righteousness, and I love you, Lord. Knowing Jesus, the Son of God, who calls everyone to have a relationship with him based on what he has done on the cross. And we've got the free will to accept or reject this, knowing what the consequences are. I just want to dispel a myth for a minute. You might have heard the term to know someone in the biblical sense. Euphemistically, this means to have made love to someone, to have had sexual intercourse. This is not the meaning in these verses. The meaning is to understand and develop a relationship with Jesus, to get to know him, his morals and motivations, to become more like Jesus in yourself. We can all see the norms of the world. All you have to do is watch the TV, see the adverts, the films, and it's all there blatantly, black and white, or in colour nowadays, in front of you. And as a young man had been brought up in, in the school and a semi-religious education, and I was going into the world of work. And the world of work was so much different, where the young men in their 20s to 30s were encouraging us to become like them and to become more worldly. And then there's other things that we found that some of us have helped ourselves to things that are not our own. Some of us have bad attitudes and tempers. Some of us have not done the things we should have done, etc. So what do we do? Well, in Christ, after we've been born again and accepted what he's done for us on the cross of Calvary, we press on to know him. We press on to to do the things that are what he would do in all these circumstances that we find ourselves in. So we need to press on, forget the past, forgive any injustices, 
And also we need to repent, to say sorry to God for the wrong things that we've done. Paul had lots of people who had hurt him, but he didn't dwell on this. He didn't sit in his pity pot. He pressed on. Our past is our past. Some things may drag on, but when we make decisions, we need wisdom. Sometimes our decisions can cause future problems. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. If we decide to buy a flash car on higher purchase, the payments in the future we may not be able to meet, then it may be that they drag us down from doing something else where that money should, should be going to our kids and food on the table. We may enter into a business or a marriage with an unbeliever. The Bible does say don't be hooked with an unbeliever because they've got different motives and different methods and this will drag you down if you're not careful. We don't want to end up skipping the curfew because our girl is lonely. When we're thinking about getting a mortgage or moving house, we're not knowing what the future is. The future might mean that we'll lose our job and how do we pay the mortgage? So it's very important to pray over any decision that you're about, about to make, especially a big decision. Pray to God. Ask God, is this in line with your your calling in my life to help me? And we need confirmations. My wife, when she came back from Bible college said you usually have three confirmations at least. One in the Bible, in a word that you're reading, where a word comes out just like it had been highlighted. Once from the pulpit and once from a friend coming and saying to you, do you think this means something to you? And they give you a scripture. So you need these confirmations because when you look back on it, those confirmations stick out and make good sense to the fact that you've made this decision. So we need to press on in God, getting to know Jesus more. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. That's going after Jesus and everything will be added to you. Everything that you need in this life. God knows our needs and he can meet them. When we ask in accordance with God's will. So when we think about what we've been saying today, the flesh will be warring against us when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Saviour. The devil will try to hinder our progress. Just like he said to Eve, did God really say? And sometimes hearing those, those words means God really did say. It's one of his tactics. That's why we need confirmations. Confirmations in the word, from the pulpit and from people. And these confirmations, not just three, as many as necessary. I remember someone telling me that they got um, a confirmation about the father's death and they were worried about it. They couldn't take it in. And they got a verse of scripture given by him, his wife. And then he actually went out and in the underground, one of those plaques was saying the same verses. So we need to know Jesus and develop this by reading his word, getting to know how God thinks, prayer. We could journal the prayers and know which ones have been answered and don't forget a door closed and a note is a good answer because it can prevent you from doing something now that has some cost later on that you don't know about but God does and we need to press on press on knowing Jesus as our Lord and Saviour and building up a relationship with him so may the Lord bless you may the Lord keep you May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and give you his peace, his love 
his joy. May you develop this relationship with Jesus and get to know him, get to know what God thinks. And may this go through you to your family and loved ones. In the name of the Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. So until next time, bye for now.